All right. Uh, now, you would have heard the tragic story of the death of three children uh, yesterday in Johannesburg, in the inner city of Johannesburg, uh, when a wall collapsed over them. I think two of them were three years old and one uh, 12 years old, I think, if my numbers were correct. And, of course, this has uh, raised the temperature of all of us. Uh, you know, the death of a child is always regrettable. And uh, there have been uh, running wars of words between uh, the city and, of course, certain um, civil society organizations. And one such civil society organization is the Socioeconomic Rights Institute. And I'm going to be speaking to the director of litigation at this organization. Her name is Nomza Mozondo. Uh, Nomzamo, thank you very much for joining us uh, here on the afternoon drive. A tragic, tragic story that uh, uh, transpired yesterday. Yeah, thanks for having me, Aubrey. Yeah, it it is really sad that we find ourselves here. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is the the story from your side, Nomzamo? We we've been hearing of uh, the gallant uh, movements of the city of Johannesburg's mayor, Ms. Mayor Mashaba, and the fact that he's on a crusade to clean the city and uh, the expropriation of of buildings and so forth and so forth. And now we hear this. What's what's going on? So, look, this community has been under threat of eviction since 2012, yeah. right? Um, we've been representing them since 2016. And as, and as, as, as late as um, August or as early as August last year, we started engaging with the city about providing them with alternative accommodation. Yeah. The city at the time was clear that if they qualify for that accommodation, they would provide it, but that they did not have it. They had no accommodation available. Yes. And that we had to engage on trying to make uh, the buildings, we were in fact speaking about seven buildings, and this is one of them. Yes. And then we were to engage about how we make those buildings safe. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, uh, this, this wall collapsed. Um, in, in the midst of that, but we, both us and even the owner of the building, who is the person seeking the eviction, yeah. was saying, please relocate this, com- this community to somewhere, somewhere else which is better, which is safe. But the city was saying, we have no accommodation available. Yeah. And I, I think that, that, that remains their stance, unless if maybe some, they have now found a place where they, where they could move them to. Yeah. And the community, in fact, if, 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 if um, in, our, in our press release, there was no war of words. There was more, a very endless request that the city, Mayor Mashaba, must provide this community with safe, dignified, decent accommodation. Yes. And, and, and if they do that, there will, be no, there will be no words from us apart from them assisting them in the same way that when we, when we went to seek the accommodation, we were willing and cooperate with them in trying to make sure that they have the, the, the residence details and they could engage with them. We spend numerous hours together, sure. us and the city, making sure they learn about the condition that this community lives under Indeed. and who these people are. Perhaps perhaps my use of language and saying it is a war of words is perhaps a little ill-advised. But of course, I've been seeing all sorts of tweets coming from the mayor suggesting that uh, civil society organizations such as yours, who've been uh, preventing the cleanup of these buildings, um, should at some level take the blame for what happened yesterday because of your constant uh, law actions against the city when they want to 
uh, evacuate these communities. And if I look at the uh, press statement that you sent out, it appears that more than 100,000 people are living in abandoned properties in the inner city uh, of Johannesburg. Where, in just in practical terms, Domzamo, do you suggest these people should go if the city says it does not have the accommodation? So the first, the first and the, probably the easiest solution yeah. is to upgrade the buildings that they live in now, yeah. make those buildings more safe. So even as we speak now, it seems that the only real practical solution is to make this building safe, have the city reinforce it, and make sure that people can live there without risk of any wall falling on them. Yes. If there's any wall falling on them. Yes. If the, if the city's position is it has no buildings. Yes. No? And and if that position is true, I, I actually don't believe it for for for, 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 for different reasons, including the fact that whenever people who can pay rent want accommodation, they can get it. The city can buy buildings and renovate them to give it to people who can pay four thousand rand a month, two thousand five hundred a month, but it cannot provide buildings to people who can only afford eight hundred rand a month. So that's the first problem. But but um, but, but so before it, you move, before you move on. I would imagine, though, that if those buildings are to be refurbished, as you suggest, there would need to be an evacuation of those buildings so that that work can be done. What happens to those people who occupy those buildings uh, during that refurbishment pro- process? Where should they be taken to? So, so the, the, the first thing is, is one, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that in order to refurbish or to renovate, they would have to move out. Yes. Ask any private property developer in, in the city of Joburg. Ask any tenant who lives in the CBD how many of these buildings are being renovated while they live in them. And there are, there are many examples. Okay. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that it could be incremental. So we could say, look, this com- in, in this community, let's try and accommodate more people on the fifth floor and the sixth floor while yes. we renovate the first and the second floor. Yeah. So they, they, that is, is, is another possibility. But thirdly, there are buildings that are available. There's buildings owned by the provincial government, you know, that, that, that are available. There's land that the city itself has sold that it could right now be building. It, it, could, be, it, it could be renovating to actually move this, 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 these communities to. So it's not necessarily that the city has its hands tied, but it's because it refused to take the very first step to make sure that it can provide accommodation. If, if I must tell you, Tabi, as it's set out in our, sorry, Aubrey, as it's set out in our press, in our press release, um, the city plans to provide 364 beds yes. this year. And that 364 beds inc- includes a community that's been waiting, that the city itself said is living in dangerous, com- in, in dangerous conditions as far back as 2014. Yes. So it's, 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 the city is, is, is itself planning to fail. If, if, so the first thing that must, must happen is that the city must take action that says we, we, we see our circumstances, these are our resources, and we're acting within those resources. Instead, for the last four years at least, the city has been budgeting for the provision of alternative accommodation, has, has, has really provided little to none, and then that money has been spent more on lawyers. So, uh, Nomzamo, where to from here? I mean, now we have this tragedy that has taken place. Three children have died. Um, w- w- what is going to happen from uh, your side, from the Socioeconomic Rights Institute, uh, going forward? What we'd want to see, Aubrey, now speaking specifically for this community, then one, if, if, they are to be, if they are to be left where they are, that, they, that, that uh, both the city and even the residents themselves have said they are willing to help make sure that the conditions are safe for them to continue living there. Two, if they are be, to be moved to other alternative accommodation, that that accommodation is dignified and safe. And, and I want to be clear, 
Hands are not dignified. They are not safe. They are not decent. There are a number of risks that I can just outline now that would say hands cannot be the alternative. Sure. Um, sure. And then on, 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 on a general and on a citywide um, position, I think the city of Johannesburg needs to start taking action, not to provide, provide 364 beds. Act as the city of Johannesburg and say, we, we are aware we have thousands, close to 100,000 people are in need of this accommodation. This is how we are going to roll out that, that accommodation. Um, and, 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 and act, one, maybe by, as I said, upgrading the buildings that, are, that people are currently living in now and, and, and making sure, sure they live there in safe sure. conditions, or try by expropriating yeah. other buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Nomzamo, just final question from me. Uh, one of the issues that uh, arose, uh, I suppose, last year with uh, the mayor, Mayor Herman Mashaba and his uh, operations, his, uh, shall I call them, clean-up operations, was the underlying current of xenophobic uh, sort of sentiments uh, that were directed at him I suppose. Uh, to what extent is the fact that we have 100,000 people living in abandoned properties in the inner city uh, perhaps um, connected to the fact that maybe we do have some illegal I- immigrants there? And what is, your, uh, what is your take on that? How should that be dealt with? Look, the, the, the people who deal with, with immigration, that's, with that, that's home, home affairs' responsibility. Yeah. The city's responsibility is to make sure that people who live in the city, live live in, in in safe and decent circumstances. Now, what 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 has been the the mayor? As you are right, the mayor we must actually ask now how much money has been spent on those cleanup operations. And again, if you remember the word clean up, you remember Operation Clean Sweep. You remember that here we are talking about sweeping people instead of sweeping buildings. Yes. So you, you must ask the mayor that since his operation last year, how many buildings has he made safe? Since, 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 since last year, since the Cape York fire in, in July 20, 2017, yes. how many buildings can he say are now safe from that, in, from, 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 from the very same, from the very same fatalities that happened to the eight pool in, in, in July? What action has he taken that addresses the risks that people are, are, are facing? Not, not saying how many foreigners we get rid of, but tell us. What have you done to make sure that no one else dies in a fire? Nomzamu. No one, no one else has a yeah, wall that yeah. falls on them. I, I need to stop there because we've run out of time. But thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Nomzamo Zondo is a Director of Litigation at Socioeconomic Rights Institute. Would love to take your calls with regards to that call. Um, Tony Taverna, to, or Taverna Turizan. Uh, advisor to the mayor Herman Mashaba is listening into the was listening into this conversation. I'd be interested to hear what he's got to say.